Episode 9 Scylla and Charybdis His life was rich. Hot herring pies, green mugs of sack, honey sauces, sugar of roses, marchpane, gooseberry pigeons, ringo candies. Marchpane was one of the most popular Tudor confections, at least for those who could afford it. Created from costly ground almonds, sugar and rose water, molded into shapes and baked. To make marchpane, take two pounds of almonds blanched and beaten in a stone mortar, till they begin to come to a fine paste, then take a pound of sifted sugar, put it in the mortar with the almonds, and make it into a perfect paste, put into it now and then in the beating of it a spoonful of rose water, to keep it from oiling. When you have beat it to a puff paste, drive it out as big as a charger. Okay, I think it is trying to describe the shaping process. And set an edge about it as you do upon a quodling dart, and a bottom of wafers under it. I don't speak English that well. And since the cookie dough is done, time to be off script. A ball, my thumb, an almond for each, that's the limit of my attention spend. Thus bake it in an oven or baking pan. When you see it is white, hard and dry, take it out. Pale, crackling, but in a good way. And I sit with rose water and sugar being made as thick as butter for fritters, to spread it on with the wing feather. And put it into the oven again. When you see it rise high, then take it out and garnish it with some pretty conceits made of the same stuff. People got a bit crazy when coming to decorate March paint at the time colored glazes, tails of whole golden swans, covered with gold leaf. It is said that Queen Elizabeth I was presented with a model of old St. Paul's Cathedral made from March pane. And of course, I'm doing none of that. Slick long comforts upright on it, and so serve it. The delicate nuttiness from the almond, sweetness fine sugar, with a whiff of sugar of roses. Almond joy. It tastes so elegant. Edible table decoration, after the herring pies, after the gooseberry pigeons, among the tarts, among the cakes, among the custard, the cream, and the crystallized fruit, the sweet banquet. Think of someone who gets invited to private parties featured exclaimed chefs cooking exotic ingredients every night. Languished in truffle mousse. If I have to commit to a diet from now on, the Tudor diet it is. I have little idea of how much money worth in the time of Shakespeare. But consuming these as a norm, I see how wealthy Shakespeare was that Stephen tries to convey. From dawn.